Welcome back to Pod Hates Louisa, a weekly podcast where I talk about whatever the hell I want. This week is a very special Pod Hates Louisa because it's actually Pod Hates Louisa and Kiara this week because my sister is here, very special guest. This is the first time I've ever had a guest on the podcast and I think it's going to be really fun. Say something. Hi. Basically, the thing that inspired this episode was recently I made the mistake of commenting on an Instagram reel that was recommended to me. Now the Instagram reel was lovely. It was a little cow, a baby cow in a hat and boots, like cowboy boots, and the song that was accompanying it went like, got my boots, got my hat, I'm bringing country back. I got so much hate off of my one comment, which was very, very innocuous. My comment said something along the lines of, hey, if you think this little guy is cute, you should consider divesting from the meat and dairy industries. Consider divesting. That is like the most polite way ever. I I didn't say like, if you eat meat, you're a murderer and you deserve to die. That is not what I said. I said, like, maybe you should consider slightly reducing your consumption of this small animal's friends and family. Like, (laughs) I don't think that's a radical thing, do you? Not really, no. I I think that was a pretty reasonable comment. I just have my sister here so I can get validation for all of the things I say. Uh Uh-huh. But, uh oh. I'm a vegetarian, by the way. I should probably mention that. Yeah, So this is from a vegetarian perspective, not a vegan one. Basically, I left one comment on a reel about a cow that was in a farm that was eventually going to be slaughtered for meat and the entire internet piled onto my back and started beating on me like a crazy monkey. It was terrible. I got many very very hateful comments. A couple people were like why do you vegans have to insert yourselves in everything? You suck. Shut up. Shut up. I hate you. I hate how you make me feel cognitive dissonance. And then some people were like I'm gonna eat more meat because of you. Like the classic like for every block. I'm gonna have steak for dinner. Yeah. Because you made as a vegan made a comment. Half of the comments on the reel were already like yummy. What a cute burger. I've never seen a cuter burger in my entire life. I know it's messed up. (laughs) The I'm gonna eat more meat comment to be fair. I did look at the guy's page and he was like 12 so I didn't feel like being super mean to him or anything. I was very civil when I replied and I hate how much time I wasted and energy I wasted replying to comments because I really shouldn't have. That Um, child probably didn't understand half of the words that you wrote so. No and I typed you are like as an abbreviation for your in one of my responses and someone said you spelled your wrong and that's just like so petty at that point like I'm it's not spelling something wrong to abbreviate it but whatever and then someone had like a kind of common anti-vegan argument that I've heard that's like veganism is actually bad for animals because when you're farming plants so many animals get killed like mice get run over by tractors and like all of the insects and birds that get like harmed by pesticides introduced into the environment and stuff like that but then I sent them several reputable studies about land use and how like two-thirds of the corn and soybeans grown in this country are fed to animals not human well non-human animals yeah so you would actually probably have the same number of crops by reducing our like meat production we would probably have the same number of crops if not less yeah but we would just eat the crops instead of feeding it to something else that we're yeah exactly it would be like a similar land area in terms of farming yeah and then you just wouldn't use the land that we need for animal raising so we would actually have more land to give back to nature what i hate about this argument is that these people are admitting that they care about animals like they're admitting that they care about like mice and birds and insects they're like what about all the mice and birds and insects and it's like if you care about them so much then why do you still not care about like the larger arguably more sentient animals 
like all animals are I think sentient to some degree there are definitely some that are very close to not being sentient like oysters and like certain insects probably although some insects are very smart like bees bees are very very smart I like bees I, I will say that like not all meat eaters like don't care about animals right but... they just care about other things more like yeah. how yummy meat tastes yeah. that's what they care about but then some of them you know it's a desperate economic situation we're gonna get into yeah all we're that. gonna get into a lot of I guess reasons why people might not be vegetarian or vegan and sort of either debunk those reasons or try and refute them in some way and we're also going to talk about like crazy extreme diets because honestly like there are crazy people on both ends of the vegan and meat eater spectrum Mm -hmm. balance is is key really yeah that's our whole message but again i am louisa this is my sister kiara i hope you can distinguish our voices i don't think we sound that i do not think we sound similar (laughs) no and i hope you enjoy this episode and we're also recording today from a very very nice place in upstate new york and i'm not going to say where it is because in the like four more days that we're here I'm worried that someone will come here and murder us because that's the level of fame yeah, that my podcast so famous has like achieved. I'm sure we have lots of people yeah. who want to no we have lots of stalkers you guys yeah. wouldn't get it. yeah yeah we'll just have all the anti-vegans yeah. coming no literally people yelling are gonna at us down my door and yeah s- they're gonna like put sticking little, like raw meat pieces. under our pillows and <laughs> They're going to, like, put little pieces of steak into my mouth in the middle of the night. <laughs> They're going to put bacon in our salad. Oh, no, There was bacon in a salad the other day, and I had it in my mouth, and then I yeah, spit it out, and it was did. so gross. We did get jump scared by some yeah. bacon, Please stop putting meat in things that should not have meat in them, like salad. Yeah, please. So, the first thing that we're kind of going to cover today is carnivore bros and the carnivore diet. I got a lot of people commenting on that comment I left on the reel that humans were meant to eat meat and like our ancestors ate meat and I feel like the carnivore paleo mindset kind of tracks with that but what they don't realize is that like our most recent evolutionary ancestors were like mostly vegan and were like apes who like lived in the trees and ate fruit most of the time like chimps do eat a little bit of meat but they're opportunistic omnivores which is I think what humans are also also like a lot of cultures like early on became vegetarian like sometimes for like religious just reasons sometimes just for moral reasons or like a mix of both like a lot of cultures were vegetarian from a very early time and they did fine they survived obviously you wouldn't be alive if it weren't for vegans aka chimps Um, well not not all chimps hashtag not all chimps yeah Um, but (laughs) you know primates and also the thing is like if you're appealing to we should live more like our ancestors where do you draw the line like do you want me to go start living in the forest and you want me to start beating other random people on the street with sticks yeah, do you want me to stop brushing my teeth? Do you want me teeth? to run around naked? <laughs> <laughs> but some vegans will do that. Some vegans really like to live as a chimp, basically, or as, like, an ape. And that is a lifestyle where you really can't do anything because your entire day is spent, like, scavenging food or whatever. But we'll, we'll get into that. I want to keep talking about carnivorism. I feel like most of the carnivores online are probably just doing it to troll people or, like, doing it for clout. But I think there are some people who are probably actually putting themselves at risk of getting like scurvy no there are genuinely a lot of people who just eat like meat and butter and like maybe sometimes like some honey or some fruit yeah and that like it's just it's so it's so bad for the environment like it is just and they say like oh it's so good for my skin and my digestion first of all how are you getting enough fiber for it to be good for your digestion yeah no i want to see the receipts okay no no. you don't (laughs) i don't i don't i don't want to know i don't know i feel like a lot of them are either men or like pick me 
girls. I've definitely seen some girls who are carnivals. Yeah, I'm but carnivores. I'm not gonna lie. Carnivals. Carnivals. Because they're clowns. Yeah, literally. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'll see women like just like eating sticks of butter, and they'll be like, "I have one steak, one raw steak, and a stick of butter a day. This is what I eat today." And I'm like, "It's so gross. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, don't you want any sort of pleasure in your life? That can't possibly taste good." And I feel like they're also they're usually pick me's because they're like, "I'm not like other girls. Other girls just eat salad, but look at me. I eat butter. I eat only butter." Like, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to be like, mm-hmm. I'm not like other girls. Yeah, I think I think the carnivore diet is just like, by nutritionist standards, not healthy. And by, like, joy standards, you just... You wouldn't, you wouldn't get any of that. Yeah, that's, that's basically my take. And I guess, like, going off of that, like, the whole, like, manly thing of how, like, eating meat is manly. I've also noticed that a lot of people hating on, like, soy and tofu because of, like, the phytoestrogens in it. People think, like, you're gonna grow boobs because you eat tofu. Dude, I, mean, I eat tofu. It worked for you. It <laughs> hasn't worked for me. I eat tofu every single day. <laughs> and it has not worked for me. So Let's just say soy. that. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, it's also been actually scientifically proven not to do that to people but you know yeah, no. this is a good anecdote soy does not feminize your body really. yeah just as meat does not masculinize you it is yeah. just like protein and fat and you can get that from other places yeah that is maybe gonna taste a little better and be a little better for the environment so true and be a little bit better for the animals but just as the carnivore diet and like i feel like a lot of them are also keto by default because they're yeah. sick and depraved and are depriving themselves of best foods which are carbs love carbs Uh, there are also other dietary extremes that are absolutely not healthy or practical for many many people and the main one i can think of is raw veganism basically Um, the opposite end of the spectrum yeah like there's carnivore and then there's raw vegan and then there's a bunch of people in between and i think that like not to be all horseshoe theory on you guys but i feel like both ends of the spectrum are problematic but i think raw veganism is definitely more ethical than carnivory and it's also like often better for the environment because a lot of raw vegans live in nature and like harvest their own fruit because they move to places in the world that grow the best fruit but also it is kind of like it's like kind of weird and culty and dogmatic in the same way that carnivorism is because there are some people who are like believe that cooking food like deprives it of its life force or its nutrients which is very much not true yeah no some foods you can only eat cooked and you can only absorb the nutrients when they've been cooked Cassava. Yeah, cassava. cassava is literally poisonous when yeah. you eat it raw. And, like, sweet potatoes? Like, could you even think about yeah, why eating? Why would you eat raw potatoes? Yeah, raw potatoes but would suck. I think, like, also just, like, the mental side of it, like, eating raw vegan, forcing yourself to not yeah. eat, like, any cooked food or not being able to, like, go out to restaurants is, like, very socially depriving. It can be really bad for yeah. your mental health. And these people do completely isolate themselves. They go out into very remote jungles and they, like, mm-hmm. only live with, like, other raw vegans. So they're all in, like, an ideological echo chamber. And a lot of them are also like anti-vax and Mm -hmm. like it really ties in with a lot of other ideologies that are not very helpful to human health yeah and just in general it is another one of those diets that's maybe not the most healthy most people don't get enough protein to optimize their like muscle and bone health and also and just like general like hair health and all that stuff and also just like get enough like healthy fats in there 
Yeah, no, you dry up like a prune if you do raw vegan. For yeah, too just long. eating carbs is not is gonna give you energy, but it's not going to protect your brain or help with hair and muscle and nail growth. I would recommend trying to balance out all three macronutrients. Yeah, which is possible in a vegan and vegetarian diet. So true. But yeah, the other thing with raw veganism is that it is just it's very nutritionally incomplete in terms of micronutrients as well and like minerals and stuff like that and also just like you would have to eat so much volume to get like enough energy I know like you have to eat like seven mangoes for breakfast yeah like do you not get bored of mangoes for eating like like a mono meal of just like one food like I need to eat like a tiny bit of everything or else I will get too bored I will literally get bored they're like for lunch I ate cherries like how do you eat that many cherries without like either turning red yeah either feeling I would turn red and of course I think if you're doing it anywhere other than like the tropics it'll be incredibly unsustainable Mm because you're gonna have to get all this tropical and fresh fruit like brought into you wherever you are in the world a lot more expensive and we're gonna be talking about like expenses and like nutrition in a bit but having like a raw meal every once in a while I think is totally fine oh yeah like those erewhon like (laughs) that's okay that's a really bad example because erewhon is so dumb but like like those like raw vegan wraps or like those collared wraps like those are kind of fun and that's like a fun little treat to have at some point yeah like just to like switch things up but make sure you're like first of all I would recommend making sure it's nutritionally balanced at least a little bit or just like yeah just like having it as a special treat yeah or like a raw vegan cheesecake for a dessert or like a really good salad those actually look pretty good because they're made with like cashews those are those are good I would try I would recommend raw vegan desserts but yeah in general it's all about balance and like eating seven mangoes every day is like not balanced. not exactly balanced another kind of like bad thing at the extreme end of veganism is like really dogmatic vegans like the main one i can think of is that vegan teacher like people like that completely alienate the rest of the world and people like that are the reason that i got so much hate on my one comment because people think that vegans are like that because of people like that vegan teacher yes. just because there is one bad vegan does not mean that all vegans are bad yes there are going to be those people who get mad at you for not being vegan or are gonna be like really annoying about it but trust me I literally don't judge anyone if they're not vegetarian like if I have to mention at some point that I'm vegetarian they'll be like oh like sorry I'm, I, I'm eating meat in front of you I'm like no it's fine I'm chill like, yeah I literally don't care I eat meat for most of my life I'm not gonna judge you yeah no I'm, I'm just making this personal choice yeah and I'm going to mention it sometimes to people and if they ask questions I'm happy to explain that it's a wonderful choice but I'm not gonna like impose it on people. yeah I don't think that's the way to convince people and I don't think that's going to be helpful in the long run almost none of my friends are vegan and I still eat with them and don't judge them because I know that they're just following the norms of society and like trying to feed themselves in the best way they know how and which is sometimes hard yeah so but but just not not all vegans let's just say that let's just say that all vegans because of course there are mean people out there like obviously there are some vegans who are raw vegans who are really extreme they're gonna be vegans who are mean and really unapproachable but that's that's just the same with meat eaters they're gonna be mean meat eaters oh, totally. out there they're <sighs> gonna be Donald Trump is a meat eater Adolf Hitler was a meat Adolf eater Hitler. if I judged all carnivores by like or all omnivores by like the worst omnivore that wouldn't be fair at all it's like yeah. almost every bad person we will win history. that battle if yeah. you try and almost every bad person throughout history has been an omnivore yeah we just we just don't like stereotyping all groups based on one person is basically the point of that so true first i want to touch on just the fact that like vegans who are mean to vegetarians like need to stop many vegetarians 
vegetarians are doing it in like a pretty sustainable way and like only eating animal products that they know are like sustainably sourced or just like I don't know like really don't consume animal products that often and a lot of vegetarians like frequently eat vegan by default like by accident and I think that it's so unfair to be crappy to vegetarians because they're literally doing better than like 97% of the population. Yeah, you. I feel like you can 100% be vegetarian and still have little impact. Like you can get eggs from very sustainable farms, like small farms with chickens, like free range, yeah. or actually not even free range, like pasture raised. Pasture raised eggs are the best kind to get if possible. I feel like if you're not killing the animal, that's very different. And also I would just like to say like being vegetarian is also more sustainable choice for a lot of people yeah because in terms of nutrition because it's easier it's so much easier to get good nutrition and also like if you come from like a restrictive background it can feel less restrictive yeah it can help with like food freedom and stuff like that yeah absolutely to, to be not restricted in that way so I think that vegetarianism is a great step and I think that everyone should consider it or at least try it yeah. out I definitely think that like probably almost everyone could be vegetarian mm-hmm. it's also for... cheaper too right it's it's cheap oh my god someone is whistling outside it's very <laughs> distracting it's cheap and also it doesn't have to be an everyday thing yeah going vegetarian or eating plant-based does not have to be something that you do 100% of the time yeah that sustainability and if you just do like those meatless mondays or just like eat a vegan meal every day or literally vegan once eat vegetarian there are so many ways to reduce our carbon footprint than just like going completely off the grid vegan cold turkey for lack of a better expression vegan Yes, I absolutely agree. I feel like I said that in my last episode, but this is a much more expansive version of that. And I really like the quote, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. I can't even remember who said that, but it is a really good quote for this situation because I think a lot of omnivores could stand to just be more plant-based and not feel like they have to do everything like either 100% or 0% effort. Yeah. Or try cooking your favorite meals plant-based. Yeah. That is very possible. And with that, I think we should talk about some of the common anti-vegan arguments. The number one thing that I've heard from other people is that it's either like too expensive or just inaccessible. And I think this is a real concern for certain areas of the country that are like food deserts. You could technically eat vegan if you only ate like potato chips and Oreos or whatever, but that wouldn't obviously meet all your nutritional needs. I do think that there are solutions for a lot of those cases. I think like canned legumes are a big thing that a lot of people like really sleep on. Yeah. Like beans and rice so cheap yeah super balanced meal get some like oil or or vegan butter yeah there are pretty way easy ways to balance your meal and a lot of cheap foods are vegan staples like oats yeah no oats or to- totally peanut butter peanut butter bread is, yeah, yeah peanut butter and bread wonderful yep. frozen fruit and veg is also just as nutritious as fresh so that yeah. is another option that is cheaper absolutely there are lots of vegans online who have really good information for how to eat vegan on a budget or how to be more plant-based on a budget there is someone called plant-based on a budget literally check her out i guess you can even shop for like protein at like Walmart and stuff and it's literally gonna be like fine like you will survive potatoes dude freaking potatoes but like I don't know it's definitely not quite possible for some people with like extremely severe like allergies or like IBS or like Crohn's disease like some people do really struggle with meeting their nutritional needs eating like a lot of plants but again I just think there's like areas for harm reduction that yeah, just, going, could just going more plant-based is always a good 
option. Yeah. And then <laughs> another another little rebuttal is that meat is so yummy. Oh, yeah. meat is delicious. But guess what? There are vegan meat alternatives. <laughs> so true. And as someone who definitely utilizes those, I can say that they are delicious. And I have eaten meat, so I can say that they taste like meat. Some of them taste like meat. Some of them don't and are still yummy. Some of them are cheaper than others. Some of them are not as cheap. But there are a lot of resources out there. If you're missing some meat or missing some eggs, I eat eggs, so I do not miss eggs. But if you're looking like just egg and like and tofu is a great egg substitute yeah and there are so many vegan meat alternatives out there i can't i'm not gonna start naming them yeah and not only that there is now cultured meat yeah it just got cleared for uh, like sale in the u.s by the fda i think yeah and we're not sure how expensive that's gonna be and again price is always a factor yeah it's gonna get less expensive over time though but it's only gonna get less expensive that's so, the yeah. thing so if you're one of those people who really like cannot live without meat and you have tried the substitutes and you don't like them there is soon going to be no excuse for yeah. killing animals there's soon going to be like actual meat that did not come from come animal. from a dead animal yeah and there's also another meat which is it's a type of meat but it's a lot more sustainable and yeah. i thought this would be cool to talk about it's cricket protein yeah which is literally just made from crickets you can ground crickets into flour yeah you can put them in things they're actually a lot of cultures just cook crickets like they are delicacy yeah no places. people people already people eat bugs already all over eat the place bugs but they actually have way more protein like a protein to weight ratio they have much more protein than like beef and chicken and all those proteins yeah yeah try it out i had a cricket chocolate chip cookie once oh yeah i remember those it at the museum at a insectarium they were actually good so if yeah. you're squeamish maybe that's not something that you try they're making dog food now so you could try feeding it to your dogs for a more sustainable option yeah. the dogs aren't gonna be squeamish about that so and true. also you can just grind it up into flour yeah so yeah again there are more options now than there used to be and that is something to take advantage of absolutely ultimately we think that a lot of people all over the world could stand to be more plant-based but we also need to take inspiration from cultures that are already like pretty plant-based by default i don't know we find that it's really hard to eat out when we're like getting only american food like your options mm-hmm. will be only like yeah, there's no yeah. food it's fries and salad yeah, all day fries and, and I, salad or vegan burger but like that gets old after and a while sometimes they're really bad sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad yeah but when we go to a japanese restaurant or indian, when we restaurant, indian restaurant ethiopian restaurant mexican restaurant there are so many options out there yeah. thai restaurant chinese but, restaurant there are so many options so try eat, eating more cultural foods and there are always going to be some really really delicious vegetarian choices yeah there's literally no downside like actually, it's better food and better season so much better and um actually like a, a much larger percent of indians are vegetarian yeah i know that no so, a large population uh, percent of the population you may be India. wondering oh well they're not malnourished won't being vegetarian or not eating meat like make you malnourished no because guess what there are so many ways to get enough protein and enough calories and enough nutrients and enough nutrients when being vegan or vegetarian yeah so a lot of legumes have some protein in them but there's also vital wheat gluten seitan aka seitan which can also be like put in like other forms there's textured vegetable protein there are these kind of like more obscure meat alternatives like tofu skins yeah or tempeh. S- tempeh but they're 
so high in protein, like very comparable to meat and often better mm-hmm. than some meats. I, yeah, I am someone who gets over 100 grams of protein in a day probably because I like being strong. I like having big muscles. <laughs> Muscle mommy. <laughs> Muscle mommy. <laughs> and I get that mostly from tofu, Greek yogurt, protein powder. There are a lot of vegan protein powders. I use a whey one, but there are options for both. And I have tried whey and I think it's disgusting because I got the whey that's produced by microbes. Like it's literally whey protein, but they just put the genes for the protein into like microbes and the microbes make the protein. But I thought it was absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that whey is like, that's just her weird taste or the whey was bad. Whey <laughs> protein is delicious. I Other people have reviewed it and said it's like normal whey. So I think it might just be that I don't like it. Okay, that, It could be my weird taste buds. Yeah, you're not the majority in that. But my point is there are protein powders for everyone, but there are also a lot of real food, vegan, alternative, ed- edamame. Yeah. Edamame is great. Any sort of soy product. Yeah, literally so, any soy product. Except for like if you're drinking soy sauce. I don't think that's a viable way to get like protein. A little bit of protein. It does have protein in it. It does have protein. It does. So I would just recommend giving it a try. And once again, I will not judge you if you are not vegetarian. The, the people who judge you for that are not the majority and not like an accurate representation of all plant-based people. Yeah, I would just recommend giving it a try. Do one day of meat. <laughs> one day of meat. One, that is our recommendation. One day a week, one meal a day. Just anything you can and it will help the animals because they will not be killed so true and it will also help the environment because animals take a lot of resources a lot of water a lot of grain a lot of land they produce methane i could go on and on about this yeah but mass producing animals is inhumane in a lot of ways so please try and go vegetarian or vegan go plant-based so true go plant-based i think that's a beautiful way to wrap up this episode kiara do you have anything else you want to say to the listeners or plug any social media or anything like that yeah you should follow Follow my Instagram. I post like pictures <laughs> on there. Wow, um, revolutionary. Yeah. And you have an account for our dogs, right? I do have an account for our dogs and I have an account for my art. So you can follow all of those if you go to my main account. And I would highly recommend doing that. You didn't um, say the username. You expect no, me to just stop. Because you? I can't say the username because I can't spell it out. But Louisa will put my Instagram in the description, so please follow it. I post a lot of fun things. I went viral once. That was interesting. <laughs> please don't watch the video that I went viral for because it's very embarrassing and the only reason I haven't taken it down is to say I went viral and show show people like whoa look how many views but yeah please don't watch the video that's part of why I haven't taken down that comment partially because I don't want to let the haters win but also because like I don't know it it does get me more attention on the internet and that means that eventually more cool people will find my page and a lot of cool people have liked that comment like a lot of people I don't know a lot of people agree with me they're just not the people who are screaming in my ear so Mm -hmm. we ended the podcast coming back to the comment but I guess the the moral of the story is just try yeah just try just try just try give it a try give it a try and i will talk to you next time louisa and kiara miller out